Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. In this week's podcast, we will be talking about merger control in India, a review of the year 2021. Mergers and acquisitions in India reached near an all-time high in the year 2021 after deals worth US dollar 90.4 billion was struck in the first nine months. Of these, a total of 95 combinations were notified to the Competition Commission of India, while six combinations were filed under Form 2, that is the long form of notification, 29 were notified through Green Channel, that is the automatic system of approval for combinations with no horizontal or vertical overlaps, and the remaining were filed under the regular channel, that is the Form 1. Under the Green Channel route, a combination is deemed to have been approved upon filing the notice itself in the prescribed format. The year 2021 also marks a decade of enforcement of the merger control regime in India. Since the regime came into effect on 1st June 2011, the CCI has approved over 800 combinations, which is no insubstantial milestone in itself. In the past year, a majority of combinations notified to the CCI related to investment by private equity players, transactions in the digital market sector, internal restructuring of companies, etc. The year was also marked by one of the largest acquisitions in the aviation as well as the renewable energy sector. Further, in an unprecedented turn of events, the CCI revoked the approval granted to a combination in 2019. In the in-swing discussion, we will be analysing the highlights of the year gone by. The underlying theme for acquisitions in 2021 has been building scale and capability and entering adjacent business categories and new geographies. Let's first talk about digital markets. One of the most significant acquisitions in the digital edtech space was the acquisition of Akash by Baijus. Akash is a test preparatory coaching for students. By way of this acquisition, Baijus extended its presence to offline channel to provide a comprehensive omni-channel experience to its audience. This involved Baijus acquiring 70% of the equity shareholding of Akash, followed by a merger of Akash with Baijus. As a consequence, now Baijus has sole control over Akash. Another significant capability-driven acquisition in the digital markets was the acquisition of Big Basket by Tata Digital. Tata Sons, through its wholly owned subsidiary Tata Digital, acquired India's biggest grocery delivery company, Big Basket. This transaction involved the acquisition by Tata Digital of up to 64.3% of the total share capital of Supermarket Grocery Supplies Profit Limited, SGS, which is engaged in B2B sales of food and grocery, household products, and personal and beauty care products. Subsequently, through a separate transaction, SGS acquired sole control over Innovative Retail Concepts Private Limited, which is engaged in B2C sales of similar products through its website and app, bigbasket.com. The proposed transaction 
result in the acquisition by Tata Digital of a majority stake and control over SGS. Next, we'll talk about determining relevant turnover for application of de minimis exemption. The CCI for the first time in its order carried out a detailed assessment of calculation of the relevant turnover to test the applicability of the de minimis exemption while analyzing the acquisition of Parallax International Corporation jointly by Equity, Fund Management and the Goldman Sachs Group. The proposition for consideration by the CCI was whether either 1. Turnover originating from outside India and terminating in India that is import turnover in India or 2. Intra-group turnover originating from India and terminating outside India intra-group export turnover should be excluded for the purpose of testing of de minimis exemption threshold. The CCI noted the competition of turnover for the purposes of availing de minimis exemption has to include import turnover in India as it relates to rendering of services to customers in India, that is, value of business relatable to India. In relation to intra-group export turnover, the CCI noted that the purpose of exclusion of intra-group turnover is to avoid double counting. When overseas group entity makes further supply of these services, supplied to it under intra-group export outside of India, the turnover relating to such subsequent sale will not be counted as turnover in India. If one were to ex also exclude intra-group export turnover, then the economic value addition generated from India goes unaccounted. Intra-group turnover cannot therefore be excluded mechanically. In this regard, the CCI noted that location of the parties to the intra-group sales and the scope of acquisition needs to be appropriately factored in while determining turnover. Next, we'll talk about a landmark government disinvestment that happened in India last year. One of the landmark combinations approved by the CCI involved the acquisition of Air India, the national carrier by Tata Sons in the last month of 2021. This involved Talik Private Limited, a wholly owned subsidiary of Tata Sons, acquiring 100% equity share capital and sole control over the management and operations of Air India Limited and Air India Express Limited, as well as 50% equity share capital and joint control over the management and operations of Air India Airport Services Private Limited. The proposed transaction was in relation to the proposed strategic disinvestment by the Government of India of its 100% equity share capital and control in Air India. Another category of combinations which came before the CCI for approval were combinations of necessity under the insolvency regime. Pyramal Capital and Housing Finance Limited acquired Divan Housing and Finance Limited (DHFL) and Primerica Life Insurance Limited for US dollar 4.7 billion through corporate insolvency resolution process initiated under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Court of 2016 against DHFL. Now talking about strategic acquisitions. Acquisition of SP Energy Holdings Limited by Adani Green Energy Limited was one of the largest strategic acquisitions approved by the CCI in the renewables market. Both SP Energy and Adani Green were involved in power generation through renewable sources. 
One of the significant factors that CCR looks into while analyzing a combination is change in control. The acquisition of sole control over Mukund Limited by Bajaj Group of Companies, which was previously under the joint control of Bajaj Group along with Mr. Rajesh Visha and certain other individuals, was approved by the CCI pursuant to an assessment of the extent to which the parties competed with each other prior to the change in control. While the acquirers are investment and lending companies and are not engaged in the manufacturing or trading of any goods directly, their target, that is Mukund Limited, is engaged in the business of steel and heavy machinery. The CCI considered the following factors. The presence of the Bajaj Group in the overlapping segments, which was minuscule, and the nature of change in control resulting from the proposed combination and observed that the proposed combination is not likely to result in any significant changes in competition dynamics in any plausible relevant market that could be delineated. Similarly, the CCI approved the acquisition of an additional 16.4% shareholding by Heineken Investment BB in United Breweries Limited in addition to its already existing shareholding of 46.53% in United Breweries. Additionally, the proposed increase in shareholding would also lead to a change in control of UBL, which will now be under the sole control of the Heineken Group. Given that the proposed combination involved competitors, as both Heineken and UBL are engaged in the manufacture and sale of beer, the CCR is required to assess the change in the competitiveness of the market resulting from the change in control of UBL. The CCI observed that the Heineken Group is primarily selling its peers in India through UBL by way of an agreement and does not directly manufacture and sell beer in India, which implies a lack of direct and independent presence of the Heineken Group in India in the larger beer segment. Accordingly, the proposed transaction was found unlikely to alter the competitiveness of the market. Another such combination assessed by the CCI related to the increase in control over TVS Supply Chain Solutions Limited by the TS Rajam family through T.S. Rajam Brothers Private Limited and Thinrama Mobility Solutions Private Limited and the exit of CDPQ Private Equity Asia, TVS supply chain prior to the transaction was under the joint control of CDPQ and the T.S. Rajam family. Pursuant to the proposed combination, the T.S. Rajam family will be able to exercise greater control over the TVS supply chain. Pursuant to the proposed combination, the T.S. Rajam family will now be able to exercise greater control over the TVS supply chain. Considering that the proposed combination envisaged change in the degree of control of TS Rajam family over the TVS supply chain, the relevant activities for the purpose of competition assessment were identified by considering activities of TS Rajam family other than through TVS supply chain and that of TVS supply chain itself. The combination was approved as it was unlikely to raise competitive concerns. Now we are talking about some of the first that the CCI undertook in the last year. In an unprecedented move, the CCI last year imposed a penalty of INR 202 crore on Amazon for gun jumping and suppressing material information while suspending the approval granted to Amazon Future Coupon deal on 17 December 2021, which envisaged Amazon's acquisition of 49% equity share capital of Future Coupons Private Limited. The CCI, while imposing the penalty, used its discretion to impose a maximum penalty in respect of combinations for false representation and gun jumping, given the fact that Amazon had deliberately suppressed the true purpose of the combination and had also suppressed material information. 
For the same, the CCA relied on the internal correspondence within the Amazon group, which included emails sent to Mr. Jeff Bezos in relation to Amazon Future Coupon deal to understand the intent behind the deal. In conclusion, businesses in India in 2021 have responded to the disruption caused by COVID-19 across sectors by transforming their businesses and reshaping their portfolios through mergers, acquisitions, and divestitures. Further, during the pandemic, the digital insurgents seem to have leveraged the need for technology across sectors, resulting into an unprecedented level of transactions by digital insurgents. It seems that the M&E hotspots for the year 2021, such as renewable energy, edtech, fintech, and consumer durables, are going to stay lucrative sectors in the upcoming year as well. Further, the CCI has laid down a significant precedent to establish unequivocally that it is concerned not only with the structure but the true intended purpose of a transaction and the same would play a major role while seeking an approval. Another significant position established by the CCI relates to the determination of relevant turnover for applying the de minimis exemption. It seems that the CCI will continue to have a significant influx of such notifications for substantive review despite the introduction of the Green Channel route and MA hotspots for the year 2021 will continue to be lucrative sectors in the upcoming year as well. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at lakshmi3.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmi3.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.